Welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this segment of the show, we've got the Metro Atlanta Residential Real Estate Market Update for the last seven days. We try to keep you totally up to date with what's going on in the Metro Atlanta real estate market. There is so much attention being paid to the real estate market, so much excitement in some cases, concern in other cases. In our Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta, Rhodes Hall in Atlanta. And then are there any shortcuts to saving on utility bills? My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners Go from real estate novices to experts to home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after closing that you should have learned before. As we take a leap of faith in investing, in many cases, cases a significant portion of our life savings into a home, we don't want any surprises, and unfortunately, the home buying and the home selling process can sometimes be ripe with surprises. We'd love to work with you, help you buy, sell anywhere in Metro Atlanta, North, South, East, or West. You can connect with us by calling 677-497-0000. Don't forget, we also want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A. D-D-I-S, radio.com, gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Let's jump right into the Metro Atlanta residential real estate market update for the last seven days. In the last seven days, there were 1,837 new listings that came onto the market. And listen to this. For the first time in probably eight or ten weeks, I cannot remember how long it's been, we had more homes go under contract for the week than were listed for the week. Let's just say we had about 250 more homes that went under contract for the week than were listed. We had 2,070 homes listed uh, excuse me, went under contract for the week. That is a big deal, which means inventory was lower at the end of the last seven days than it was at the beginning of the last seven days. There were 1,659 closings for the week and 2,060 price decreases, 2060, 2,060 price decreases for the week. What does that mean for Home buyers, what does that mean for home sellers? Well, I'd say home buyers have lots more opportunity today than they had this time six months ago. The reality is that we've probably got closer to two and a half to three months worth of inventory all throughout Metro Atlanta, which means based on sales patterns of the last 12 months, it would take two and a half to three months. It would take 10 to 12 weeks to sell all of the inventory listed for sale in Metro Atlanta. That is not a buyer's market by any stretch of the imagination, but it is moving toward a more balanced market. So I would say buyers have lots and lots of opportunities in the market now that they did not have um, six months ago, eight months ago. I know interest rates are higher, making housing affordability a little bit less, but the reality is that in some cases you can buy a house instead of paying $50,000 over list price, you can pay twenty-five or 30000 under list price. And when you look at that, you know, having a three and a quarter percent rate on a $50,000 higher than list price uh, price or having a six and a half or 6.75% interest rate 
on something that's 30000 below list price. In many cases, those payments are very, very similar. So buyers have lots of opportunities. If you can stomach uh, today's interest rates, don't forget when you get into a home, you're just sort of leasing the rate, if you will, as rates float back down and as inflation subsides, the 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 economists that I pay attention to are saying that they expect interest rates to decrease all at the same time, and I tend to believe that's correct. For you as sellers, my advice to you is if you are going to sell your house, you better be serious about it, and I don't mean you have to go overboard or you have to give it away or price it too low. I don't mean that at all. If you're going to sell your home, make sure you take the steps to make sure it is in the right showing shape before you sell it. Make sure you do all of the research so that you can pick the right price for the home. I'm not saying you have to pick something that is too low. I'm not saying you have to give a discount to sell the house. I'm saying you just need to pick the right price. And so if you're looking to sell your house anytime in the next six months, I believe that we can probably sell your house for twenty-eight dollars or $30,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. If you want to find out more, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Uh, click on sell for $28,000 more. Put in just a little bit of information, and then I'll reach out to you, and we'll do number one, give you a customized maximum value plan, uh, which is like an appraisal on steroids. It really helps you identify what is the highest possible price you can get in today's market, and we actually... Uh, divide the market this year into two different segments. We divide it into segments that are 90 days and, and, and back and then 90 days to today. And we really understand how the more recent sales that have uh, closed in your area affect the value of your home to make sure you're making the right decisions. It also comes with up to a $15,000 R&R budget. You rest and relax while we rehab and refresh your home. We will actually use up to $15,000 if your home needs it. Uh, we will uh, create a plan for putting your home in the best showing shape possible. We'll hire the contractors, we'll fund it, and we'll just collect the money back at closing. There's no additional fees for that. That is a rehab and refresh program. You rest and relax while we rehab and refresh. If you want more information, go to gogaddisradio.com. I can't imagine selling my home in today's market and not getting an opinion from two or three different real estate professionals and so we recommend that no matter who you are, no matter where you live, that you get more than one opinion on the appropriate strategy, marketing strategy, sales price for your home. And we hope that Gaddis Group right here at Remax Center will be one of the opinions that you choose to get. I can't tell you how many people we have helped sell their home for way more money than they thought they would sell it for. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, I'm Cleve Gaddis. And we are moving into our, here's something you should know about Metro Atlanta. Remember Rhodes Furniture? I don't think there are any Rhodes Furnitures um, around. I remember there was a big distribution facility on I-85. Uh, I used to go to a Rhodes Furniture that was on Pleasant Hill as I was growing up. Well, the Rhodes Memorial Hall, which is commonly known as Rhodes Hall, is a historic house located in Atlanta. It was built as the home of Furniture Magnet. Amos Giles Rhodes. He was a proprietor of Atlanta-based Rhodes Furniture. The house occupies a prominent location on Peachtree Street and is listed in the National Register of Historic Places. The inspiration of the hall is a Romanesque revival. It's inspired by the Rhineland castles that Rhodes admired on a trip to Europe in the late 1890s. After two years of construction, the house was completed in 1904. 
Rhodes Hall is one of the finest intact expressions of medievalism and late Victorian architectural design in Atlanta. The grandest feature is the magnificent series of stained and painted glass windows that rise above a carved mahogany staircase. Sounds beautiful. The house cost Rhodes $50,000 to build in 1904. Can you imagine? $50,000 in 1904. I wonder what that house would be worth today. It was wired for electricity when it was built, and it's a prime example of the fascination that new technology held for Atlantans at the turn of the century, uh, meaning indoor lighting. Over 300 light bulbs light the entire house. Also has electrical call buttons in most rooms as well as a security system. A security system in 1904. Among the materials used to build the home, the mahogany was from the West Indies and the exterior granite was brought over in 500-pound blocks in wagons from Stone Mountain. I am fascinated by how they used to build things out of granite. Rhodes Hall is now surrounded by commercial buildings and heavy traffic. It has survived damage due to careful historic preservation and restoration efforts after the death of Rhodes and his wife. Their children deeded the house to the U.S. state of Georgia, uh, to the state of Georgia, uh, with a restriction that it be used for historic purposes only. If you want more information on how you can tour Rhodes Hall, just go to Google. Type in RhodesHall.com or Rhodes Hall in Atlanta, uh, and you will see, uh, or just, excuse me, Google Rhodes Hall in Atlanta, not RhodesHall.com, Rhodes Hall in Atlanta to get all of the information you need. Are you frustrated with the increasing cost of everything? I know I go to the grocery store sometimes, and I am flabbergasted at the bill. Um, in many cases, um, People are having their utility bills get stretched as well. Would you be relieved to know that there are some ways out there to relieve these costs? This is Valerie and Marcus and Swanee. We just closed on our home and set up our utilities, but now that winter is coming, we're concerned we might have not budgeted enough to cover the increasing costs. Do you have any suggestions? And the answer is yes. We've got six suggestions, six shortcuts to a smaller utility bill. Number one, Use less hot water. By lowering the temperature of your hot water to 120 degrees, degrees Fahrenheit, you'll use less energy to heat your water. Something I should do. Th set your thermostat uh, at a level to make sure you don't have to change the thermostat a lot during the winter months and the summer. So start by lowering the thermostat in the winter and raising it in the summer by a programmable thermostat and change the temperature yourself before you leave your house for work in the morning. Uh, use fans. I think fans are a great way to reduce costs. Install timers. You can install timed light switches in rooms that are used only from time to time. And then replace appliances. While the savings take longer to add up and the upfront costs can be prohibitive, replacing old appliances will eventually save you energy and money. Refrigerators that are 15 years old or older use twice as much energy as a new Energy Star Refrigerator. So lots of different things to think about. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. He can be reached by calling 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, if you're selling your home or buying a home, you're going to have to move. We have got some great, great questions about how soon you should book a mover and questions you should ask your mover. All things moving. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 